The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Side Hustlers. However you found this podcast, appreciate you being here. If this was not the podcast you were looking for, Give it a chance, please. Thank you. I'd appreciate it. My name is Carla Marie. I'm from iHeartRadio. This podcast has essentially become my own side hustle. My day job is hosting my own morning show, The Carla Marie and Anthony Show, on 106.1 in Seattle. So if you're in Seattle, you can listen live on your radio. No matter where you are, you can listen on your iHeartRadio app. It is 6 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. If you found this podcast through an ad on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts, appreciate you taking the time of your day to come over here and listen. I think you're really going to appreciate all of the episodes, but this episode is really going to hit home if you're someone who isn't happy with your day job. If you're just not feeling it at work, you're going to really, really, really love Steve's story. Steve's company, Lark Media, is a company that helps people brand their social media through video content. And this episode is super cool because Steve filmed our entire podcast with cameras. So not only are you going to get to listen to it, but I've also got video snippets on my Instagram at the Carla Marie. You can also check out other ones on Steve's Instagram. It's Lark Media NYC. And Steve's story is pretty incredible. What made him take the leap is really cool. And I think you're going to benefit a lot from Steve's episode of Side Hustlers. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. 
So I've got a fellow New Jerseyan in studio today. Do I say New Jerseyan? Is that weird? That's not weird. And That's we don't say that in New Jersey, though. No. Okay. Just... So Steve is out here in Seattle. We're going to get into why you're out here and how we know each other and all of that. But Lark Media is your company, which is it a video production company? What do you describe it as? I describe it as a digital content creation Ooh, company. Digital content creation company. Yes. Very fancy. <laughs> it's it's definitely fancy, but <laughs> I get the point across, I think. And it started as a side hustle how long ago? Actually, I've been side hustling with it for years. Wow. Like, like four, four or five years in the making of side hustle. I didn't come up with a company name until about a year and a half ago. Though. And it wasn't until around that time that you really started thinking about leaving your day job and making this your full-time job, which you've done. Correct. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Because I know a lot of people who listen are like, wow, I hate my day job. I have a side hustle or I want a side hustle so I can leave my day job. You are one of those people who were able to do it. Yes. And what was that day job? My day job was a branded content producer for a large sports media company. I, don't, I can't really say their nah, name. No, you're good. But I was a branded content producer, which basically meant I made commercials for the internet for big brands. Look, can you tell us the brands you worked on? Yeah, I worked with like Adidas. I worked with Nike. I worked with Gatorade. I worked with like- Big so, brands. Big brands. <laughs> like I did like a series for like La Quinta Inn and Suites. Like, what? Yeah, like we did like big stuff, like big productions. So there's a good chance that someone listening to this podcast has seen something that you have edited. Oh, 100%. That's 100%. wild. Shot, produced, edited, definitely. So is this what you've always wanted to do? Like out of college, it was video? Video. It actually started with movies. I wanted Whoa. to be like a big movie producer, like big shot movie producer guy. And then what happened was I got into- You weren't the, sleazy enough. I wasn't sleazy. <laughs> that, that's part of it. That's part of it. And- I got punched in the mouth pretty early, like, just like literally with the real, with the, with the real world, <laughs> yeah. because you have to really grind, like you have to grind in anything you do. Right. But in that world, you are basically just working for free until you're like 30 years old. Which not everyone can do. Correct. Because I went to college and had loans and yeah, same. wasn't able to do that. And then things kind of shifted for me later on um, as I grew out of we I had made some short films with friends and we had done you know like put them in some festivals and things like that but it really started to, to turn for me with my first job when I had a contact with a guy who trains NFL athletes cool. and we would go to his facility he just he hit me up on Twitter he goes listen man I have all these guys that would love for you to do no he hit you up on Twitter. How the hell did he know who you were? So I knew him from high school. I hadn't spoken to him in about, I, I hadn't spoken to him since I was like 15. That's crazy. Social but, media. I love when it has good stories. It's insane. It's it's insane. Because you never, like, not never, but like a lot of times you hear horror stories from, yeah. from people on social media. There are good ones out there. <laughs> and he just contacted me because he saw one that we did with somebody that, a guy that I played college baseball with, we just did a piece on him, just a little mini documentary. And he hit me up, he said, I have guys in the NFL that'll definitely be interested. Like they just want it for their Instagrams. Said, And who would have thought like, that's a, that's a thing. Like someone, a human, a NFL player needs to have content for their Instagram. Exactly. Like what is this world? Because they're still marketing themselves. Yeah. It's crazy. And that was when the light went off and said, how much time a day does everybody spend on their cell phone? All of it. A lot. Yeah. Like pretty much the entire day is spent. You wake up, you're on your phone. You 
anything you do, you go you're to sleep. Phone. You're on your phone. Exactly. You're uh, going to the bathroom. You're on your phone. <laughs> yeah. There's like an ad out. It's like 90% of people consume content while they're what well, consume video content while they're in the bathroom. It's so like all my Instagram videos that I watch are on my pee breaks in the bathroom That's, here at work. <laughs> it's crazy. That's what it is. It's nuts. And I was like, light bulb. Gonna start making stuff for. Dig, like digital for social media. Platforms. Now, this was before you got that day job at that sports company or while you were there? This was while I was there the first time. I was actually there twice. Okay. So I, I was there for two and a half years. Okay. I left to go to another sports company where I had the opportunity to do a web series. Cool. It was 25 episodes a year and it was a lot of traveling and it was so much fun. It was a lot though. And I was doing six different jobs and then because I, I had originally wanted that job at the original company. Mm -hmm. They didn't give me the opportunity. I left. And after two years, they called me back and said, we have a branded content producer opening. We have no producers. Do you want this job? Now, did your day job or at any of these companies know that you were doing video content on the side? Yes. So they knew the second job, especially the first job really didn't because it wasn't. I was just an editor there and we had a pretty set schedule. And they really didn't care what else I was doing. The second job cared what I was doing mm -hmm. a lot more. And he was kind of trying to make sure I didn't have time to do the side stuff. So how did you get around that then? Because there are definitely people who are in that position where they either don't want to tell their main company what they're doing or they are in that exact position where they do know. And that company makes it incredibly difficult for someone to follow their passion. Right. So the way I really got around that was I just would use my vacation for work. What? That's like the only way I was able to really do that, which sounds crazy because you're like, oh, because I hear people say, oh, it's a vacation. I want to be on vacation. I don't want to work when I'm on right. vacation. But that's what I really wanted to do. So I was like, you know what? If I have to say, hey, I'm taking off, I'm using my days. He doesn't need, to know, what I'm, he doesn't yeah. need to know what I'm doing when I'm when I'm taking those days, yeah. but I just use my vacation for my side job. And I'm assuming it paid off at this point. Now it's paid off. Okay. Like, definitely. So why did you decide if you were doing somewhat the same kind of job, why did you decide to leave corporate America and do this on your own? Which is very scary. <laughs> very scary. So I was in a conference room. First of all, I hate, I didn't love the, the big meetings culture that everybody has. Who does? It's, it's, Every meeting could possibly be an email. And it's, yes. And as a creative, it's very frustrating to sit in these meetings. I fidget in them. I like draw my paper. Like I've got a million other things to do than sit here and listen to what a schedule is for the next week. Exactly. And as a creative, when you're brought into not only those types of meetings, sales meetings that Ooh. don't have anything to do, they're worried about hitting their numbers. I get it. I'm making the stuff. I don't need to sit here and listen to, the CFO just yell at the sales team because they're or not hitting their numbers. Look at a PowerPoint. Right. Or look at a PowerPoint and stats. You could have emailed me that PowerPoint because you're just reading it. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, we're making the content. This is taking away from us making the content. Yep. But in one of those meetings, what was like the turning point for me was I looked around the room and I said, I don't want anybody in this room's job. Everybody above me. I don't want their job. Everybody who's at the same level as me, I don't even want their jobs. This is not what I want. I was like, everybody's sucked into this. I know like company culture and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's cool. I like companies, you have to have some type of blueprint, something that, you know, people are excited about. I just wasn't into what they were selling me on a day-to-day -day basis. And I didn't want 
I wanted nobody's job. Well, you just probably scared the crap out of a lot of people because they're probably driving home or to work right now thinking, okay, the last meeting I was in, how did I feel? Who was in that meeting? Or they're going to go into their next meeting and be like, well, Steve (laughs) told me to look around the room and do I want anyone's job here? Yeah. I mean, and if you're going to look around the room and you see that you don't want anybody's job, you have to start planning an exit strategy. But that feeling, like when you have that initial moment, it's scary. Like it is so scary because now it's a minute, instead of, you know, having your job that you go to every day in your mind, it's like, oh, this path is changing. Oh my God, that's a scary moment. I'm sure it was for you when you realized that. It was so scary. And the reason it was so scary is because I had always told myself, you know, I want to go be a producer at a, a high up producer at a big company like that. And when I was on my way to going there, I looked around and I said, I don't want this. This is not what I thought it was going to be. And I'm more of the type of person who wants to get my stuff done and then go do whatever I have to do afterwards. And that wasn't the way it was. It was, let's hang around, talk for 45 minutes about nothing, pass, right. pass the day. Waste your day. Waste, waste your, time. your day. And I was then just- Then you're stuck staying there late. Exactly. And I and you know, it, you're stuck staying there late. You're on these, you're on these email chains that- are all hours of the night. So you're, you're taking work home with you. It's absurd. So you are now engaged. Congratulations, by the way, Thank you. but you and your current fiance, you live together. So how does that work when you were doing that in your relationship? Like you're taking that work home with you all night long. That was another huge thing for me. It really like put, it put a lot of strain on us because it put a strain on me because I'm gone most of the day. I come home, I see my fiance and we start talking and then my phone's going off. Yeah. And then I have an email. And then if I don't answer an email, if you don't see the email within an hour, I get a phone call from my boss. Hell no. <laughs> no way. And it got to the point where she wasn't I mad. mean, she works hard right. too. She understands. Exactly. But she was also at the point where she was like, why is this going on? You're not getting paid for that time. No. You're on a salary. You're not getting paid for that that time. That's what what's going on here. And the more boundaries I tried to set with my work, the more they would find ways around them. And push, yep. And that put a strain on the relationship. And that was a big part of it because I was like, she's more important to me than this job. It's awesome. I don't care about my boss being mad at me. Like if everything's not good at home, that's... That affects my life way more, yeah. way more than making some commercial for the internet. So then life now, what is that like not having those emails and those calls? Because I'm like dreaming. I, listen, I love my job. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but to not have emails would be great. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you still get emails, still obviously. still get emails, but they're the only ones that you want. All my emails are pretty much either I'm setting up a meeting, I'm setting up a shoot, or, you yeah. know, here's your invoice. Like that's great, great emails. <laughs> oh, jealous. It's amazing. Life now is great because I also, I can set the boundaries because I'm the boss. I'm the boss now. So I could say, I could just set an autoresponder. Hey, like I'm, I'm really I'm busy, busy right now. I'll email you tomorrow. Nothing. It's rare that something is really important that needs to get done right now. It's rare. So I first met you in real life a year ago. We knew each other on Instagram through your fiance, Yes. but we first met and that was when you said to me, I'm currently side hustling. And I was asking you about what you were doing. And you said you were going to try to leave the corporate world soon. But you were telling me that you would wake up at 5 a.m. before going into work. And what would you do for your side hustle? I would. Well, when I first started the business itself, it was I'm putting all this time into marketing 
my services and it was a grind. I, basically what I, how I started was I went through all my phone contacts, said, who here needs my help? I would just start reaching out to these people. Wow. Just all at once. If I don't get a response, that's fine. I'm cool with that. And then once I started getting clients on, I would edit videos. I would put together marketing plans for their Facebook accounts. So you're not just editing video. No. You are coming up with plans, like digital content plans for people. Di I need to hire you. Digital <laughs> digital content strategies for people. Okay, exactly. strategies. Very bigger word than plans. I Plan like it. Plans is fine too. But <laughs> no, no, no. Strategies is what we're going with. <laughs> but you're, that's what's great about this. You're not just like, okay, one and done. I'm shooting. Boom, here you go. Like you're giving people a reason why they need this content. And it's not just one video for someone. You're actually coming up with a strategy for them. Exactly. And it's incredible. Thank you. It's, you know what the thing is? It's like this. Every business needs customers. And the only way you get customers is by marketing. And yes, we could start with video because video is the best way for you to get in the room with a potential customer without having to be there. That's great. Which is what, True. Which is what you want as a, as a business owner. But... There's more to that. Facebook's created the greatest marketing tool ever invented. It's not even true. You can literally target the exact human that you want. Exactly. And you could then target a person that looks like them with their same interests. So scary. It's <laughs> it's crazy. Like privacy issues aside. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, legal aside. Legal aside. <laughs> it's sick what you can do with Facebook ads. And the way you build up that data is with video views. There's more to it than that. Of course. I tell people all the time, like, we're going to make this video. We're going to market it. We're going to push it to the people that you want to see it. And then after we're done with that, we're going to look at all the data. And then we're going to see who's really interested. And then we're going to make another video and retarget. And that's when you're really going to start seeing the ROI. It's not like a one-step process. So then what kind of companies do does Lark Media work with on not you know not the sports world that you were originally working with what other kind of clients do you work with i do a lot of fitness with uh sean t my boy I hit, that's your boy i love him um i do so he's he's the best he really is he's given me a huge opportunity to, to do stuff for him he's one of my biggest clients and then i work with smaller businesses that don't really know what to do with their social media because a business owner who's mid fifties, maybe they have no up, idea. They have no clue what they're doing. They think they they're like a video. What am I going to do with the video? And it's like, let me show you what you can do with the video. And I'm really so smaller businesses that really need the marketing because let's face it, if you're not playing on the phone right now, like with your company mm -hmm. or business or anything, you're going to lose because that's where all the customers are. Why would you? Why would you not want to be where all your customer's attention is. That's where it is right now. And we've worked with window companies. We've, we still work with window companies. Window Isn't co it wild? Anything needs more. Everything yeah. needs marketing. I'm sorry. I just bumped the mic. Up. Good. And I still work with that old nine to five job that I left. They are a client. Wait, what? They're a client. You turned your corporate job into a client of yours. Yes, that's correct. They, do they hate that or do they love that? <laughs> um, I know there are some people that probably hate it. How good does that make you feel? It makes me feel <laughs> amazing. It's, it's, oh my God, it's, it's amazing to think about it because I remember I was talking with someone who's kind of a mentor, but he's had his own business for a long time. This guy's a big, he, he directs commercials mm -hmm. and I was talking to him about it and he goes, I have a question. Do they lean on you? And I was like, like, what do you mean? He's like, do you do a bulk of 
the work. I was like, I do a lot of work there. I'm like, everybody who works there, we, the team's small. So yeah, they lean on me. Yeah. He goes, he goes, okay, give you notice and tell them that if they need, if they need help, you, you're available. So on the Friday of my last day, that was it. I left Saturday night. I got a text cause I was going to LA to do something for Sean on that Monday. Mm -hmm. I got a text. Hey man, um, you're in LA next week. Yeah. Can you do a shoot, a two hour shoot Monday morning? Yeah. Oh, here's my rate. <laughs> like, was that like, were you jumping? Like, what was that actual moment for you in real life? So to me, when I read the text, I thought like Ashton Kutcher was going to like come out behind me. Like, <laughs> you just got punked. Like, I thought that was going to happen. It was surreal. Because I'm sure. I knew that the possibility of that happening. I didn't know it was going to happen like that. Like, so like the next day. The next day, 24. I was out. It was Hoboken. It was around Halloween. Yeah. Oh, God. I was dressed as Waldo and I'd been drinking a little bit. And I got the text and like, look at my fiance. And I'm like, do you see this? And she just looks at me. She's like, she's like, they're going to give you a ton of work. I was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. And they actually, I was on the phone with them before I came here today. This like, is wild. It's I've, yeah, they've, they're a client. It's absurd. That's cool that you've been able to do that. Yeah. It's, you don't want to burn bridges. No, no. And that's great. That's true. Like as much as you said, you did not love that job or you didn't want to grow in that role. You could have left like, Psh, I quit this bitch and you're out. Right. But you didn't. And you're right. Not burning bridges, especially when you're side hustling and growing your own business is huge. It's so smart. So right. kudos to you for not being a total dick <laughs> on that. When you were side hustling though, how many hours a week were you spending on Lark Media or before it was called Lark Media? spending on your side hustle? Um, I would say so like seven to eight hours, but it was broken up because I can only really give it three in the morning. Right. It was like five to eight, maybe five to seven thirty, and then like do a quick like insanity workout and go to work or, and then come home at night, like spend some time with my fiance and then like do more work. And that's great and everything, but you're not working. You're not the, the only thing with that is you're not working the hours that other people are working yeah. and the clients you're trying to get in. So you're, your response times are off. And honestly, like I, one thing I've learned is that speed is key with everything. And if you're not responding proper times, right, they'll go to someone else. I mean, so seven to eight hours a day. So, I mean, I was putting another like 40 hours, I guess. Oh wait, you meant, I meant, I thought you said seven to eight hours a week. No, extra no, no, seven no, eight no, hours a day? no, an extra seven to eight hours a day. So like three in the morning oh, and then like, yeah, wait. And then like what? four and then like four at night. Just, I and mean, a side I, hustle, side hustle. And then like, if I had like edit work, it would probably run a little later. Because I, I was doing everything at the time. Again, I was taking more PTO. They kind of knew. They didn't like it. So I had the vibe. They, they knew I was doing it, but they right. didn't really like it. But like you I would do anything about I, it. Right. Exactly. Like I would take PTO on a Friday. So I'd leave like Thursday night, fly to a shoot for the weekend and then like take a red eye back on Sunday night wow. to get in for Monday, go straight to work. And they'd just be like, all right, cool. That's wild, but it's worked out for you. It's worked out. It's Obviously. been great. It's great. I mean, I am happy that I did that. I did that. So if people do want to use Lark Media, they can go to LarkMediaNYC.com. Yes. Correct. Lark and Instagram. And Instagram, Lark Media NYC. You'll see. We have a full. You have, it's cool what you do. It's cool thing. that you kind of showcase what you can do by showcasing your own company, if that makes sense. Like you show people, okay, this is what we can do. And you're also advertising yourself for this. It's, it's wild. It's like this inception that's happening. It's awesome. It's fun that they could see that. And then like, I just feel like every business or needs a spokesperson yeah. or a face. So I feel like I need to be out there still like 
educating people on like what we really do. No, it's true. And it, what's cool is that you aren't afraid to be in front of the camera and explain it because if you're the face of your own company and then you're the person that these people are dealing with, I'm sure that makes the relationship with your clients so much better. Exactly. You want them to know who you are. You want to gain that trust. That's really that's really the big thing for me is trust because when you're first starting out, you're not getting clients based off of your past history. You're getting clients based on, all right, do I trust this person? Right. But what does Lark Media mean? What is Lark? Where does so, that come from? Because so, I, I realized that I was like, I don't know what that even means. So that that's, that's funny. I get asked that a lot. So basically, <laughs> here's what happened. I was in bed with my fiance. Oh boy, where's this we were talk- No, no, we were talking about, <laughs> I was like, I need a name for this company. She's like, well, let's think about some things. Like, what do you do? What do you, like, I was like, well, I wake up early for every, I've always woke up early to do this stuff. And I was like, let me see. Let me Google what an early bird is. Huh. And it's a lark. A lark lark is an early bird. And I was like, that's it. And there it is. What? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It was it was and interesting. The logo's a bird, right? Logo's a bird. Mm, now everything makes sense. It's all it's all put together. I mean, clever, but all but it's fun. It's, it's awesome. awesome. How long were you side hustling for before you officially decided? To leave. Before I officially decided yeah. to leave, like from start of the company. Yeah. And five months. Five months. Five months. So what actually made you say, okay, I am doing this. I am out. What exactly was that moment like? So I uh, I was in Seattle last <laughs> year. So it was right around when we met. Right around when we met. I was with Sean. Sean T. Sean T. Which... Let me, I, people, I feel like they were like name dropping Sean T, but like maybe they're not like making the connection. Right. Beachbody coach and inst- like fitness instructor who has changed a ton of lives. He's an author. He is an incredible motivational speaker, at least for me anyway. I yep. love him. Uh, Transform 20 is his latest program. Uh, he's got Insanity, Insanity Max 30. 30 uh, hip hop abs, yeah, T25, yeah, all of them. All of them. So you've probably seen him before. And the reason why you know Shanti is because your fiance is a part of his team. Yes. And works for him. Yes. She's his production and events manager. So anything that he does that's large scale events, my fiance has put it together. Which is awesome. It's you guys are like the ultimate power couple. That's so that people tell us that all the time and we're just like We don't sleep. We're like, it's yeah, we, we sleep like four hours a night. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. I get it. It's all good. So you were here uh with Shanti and the whole group and yeah. that's why and when we met. But what about that trip to Seattle made you decide, peace out? <laughs> so here's what happened. We were going to come out here. Sean was doing events. You were at the event. Yep. Getting my butt kicked. You were at the event <laughs> getting your butt kicked. And I actually had just, I was finishing up. I'd never did, done Insanity before. Yeah, I remember and I, this. And I was finishing it up. And Alex, I just needed a vacation from my job. I was like, I got it. I can't do it. I'm coming to Seattle. I, like, I was like, I'll pay for, I was like, I'll fly myself out, pay for my own flight. I'll bring, I'll shoot Sean's event. Like, I don't even want to get paid. I don't care. I just needed a break. So I came out here. I ended up shooting the event. And then I made, he didn't know I was even going to make him a video. I just was like, he's seen all my stuff before. But I just made him like a little 30 second recap video. And he loved it. And like later in the day, he goes, what time are you leaving on Monday? I was like, I leave Tuesday. He's like, all right, Monday morning at like 10 o'clock. Like you and me, we're going to, I just want to meet with you. What? I said, all right. I said, cool. So we sit down outside and he looks at me and he goes, let's, he goes, let's just talk about this. He goes, what's it going to take for you to leave your job? I was like, well, he's like, you're clearly not happy there. No. He goes like, I talked to Alex. I see you. He's like, I know you for three years now. Like, I know you're not happy. 
what's again, like, what's stopping you from leaving? I said, well, you know, I need clients like me and Alex just moved into a place last yeah. month. Like I need clients. I need to make sure I have enough money coming in for rent. Yeah. <laughs> for rent, for, for bills, for everything. So he goes, well, how many clients do you have right now? I was like, well, I have a recurring client. I was like, and then I have you. And then I have a bunch of reach outs and I'm like, want again, getting one off jobs with people. So I don't have anything consistent. And he just looks at me and he goes, if you leave, I'll have work for you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at him and he goes, you know, it would be really easy for me to tell you, Hey, I want to invest in your company and give you X amount of dollars. He goes, but you, I want to see you work for it. Yeah. He goes, I'll have work for you. He goes, I'm telling you right now, I'll have work. That's like, what was that moment like? And I just was like, like what did you feel? Cause I'm getting butterflies. <laughs> I was like, I was almost relieved, yeah. but it was almost like he was, it was almost like he was saying to me, like, I'm going to take a bet. I'm betting on you yeah. that you're going to be able to do this and you're going to be successful. You should go all in. And like, I read his book and I was like, yeah, getting all like motivated. And I was like, looking. I was like, thank you. He's like, Steve, he's like, you can, he's like, I know you can do it. So when I gave my notice. Did you go into work that Tuesday and give your notice? No, no. I waited a little bit. I waited like a solid month. I needed to calculate paychecks. Okay. Because I, I still had to calculate some paychecks and like make sure just if anything happened and I fell flat on my face, there was money in the bank so that, you know, yeah. I could still pay rent. When I finally gave my notice, I texted him and I said, Hey, he said, um, gave my notice today. <laughs> he goes, cool. When's your last day? I was like, it was like two Fridays from now. He's like, cool. Um, I'm, I'm uh, recording Transform 20 in LA the next week. He goes, um, if you come out on Monday, he's like, I have, I have a shoot for you. Did you film week. Transform 20? No, 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 no. I didn't film Transform 20. It was actually like, it's actually him and Scott playing tennis. So Scott is his fiance. Scott's or what, his husband. husband. Yeah, husband. duh. Though you're, they're clearly married. It was, him and, it was him and Scott <laughs> playing tennis. And he's like, I, I just want the content, like come out. And then we talked about, and then we had another meeting and he goes, I want to do this online academy called Relationship Thrivation. I want you to do right. it. Do you think you could do it? It's like, yes, yes, I can do it. It was so crazy because like Sean was like the catalyst for it. Yep. And as soon as I started doing work for him, I would just get like, and then my old company that I left, I'd get, job. right. I'd get jobs with them. And then all of a sudden- I was getting calls from people that they were just like, hey, I need this done. This person referred me to you. Well, I'm sure they also see the con like Sean T's network is huge. And if you have that name backing you and they see the content you're doing for him, I'm sure that's incredible. Yes, it's <laughs> it's a yeah, it's amazing to see that. And since then, have I had some slow months? Sure. But I haven't had a month where I'm like, we're not doing anything at all. Like we that's incredible. Like. Sean, what he said to me that day, it was like, it just changed everything. That's wild. It was, And since then you've gotten engaged. Gotten engaged. So what is it like planning your own wedding while you're, you have your own business and your fiance works from home. So, right. Alex is still yep. working. From, yeah. So yep. what is this process like now when life, I don't want to say gets in the way, but this is a big thing in your life now, planning a wedding and you're running a business. Like what the hell is going on? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, especially when, you know, we, we want to have a destination wedding. So we, we're like, we don't want to have the same wedding that everybody has, as you know, in New Jersey. Yeah. The same venues. Dude, I'm 
the same way. And I've talked about it on this podcast when I had the Eventus on. They're wedding planners out here in Seattle. And I'm trying to tell them, like, you don't understand what weddings are like in, in New Jersey. They're all the exact same thing. Exactly. Same thing. Similar DJ. Yeah. Similar same venue. DJ. Same DJ. Probably. Same fog machine. All of it. And we were just like, we don't want to have the same. I'm so with you. Same New Jersey wedding. Like, what's us? We're like, we want to do travel. We want because we travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and we're like, we want to do a wedding that's not on an island, though, because that's not really us. We're not really islandy people, but also like. <laughs> The food at island weddings is, right. is skeptical. It's hit or miss. Like you could be great or it could be <laughs> really bad, really terrible. So we're like, all right, we want to do California. So we found this vineyard. Like it's not a vineyard, but it's on a vineyard okay. in California. It's been crazy. We went, we flew out there. So like that's the one thing that's good about having my own business. I was able to just fly out there and like we're trying to look at venues and answer emails. And then the, it's been crazy, but I think we're in the home stretch where we have a date. Yay. We're set. We're set up. So who's gonna film your wedding? I don't know yet. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's yet. tough. Not, not, that's tough. But we got lucky. We have some friends. They actually have a show on on TV called My Wedding Story. The blue okay. the blue kite boys. Um, blue kite center. They did Sean's wedding. They live out there. They're coming to the wedding. So we reached out to them. We said we want somebody who's gonna do a wedding like your style. And they're like. We got you. Here's a couple guys. Like, take a look, see what you like. So that's awesome. So, like, we we're using our contacts for, for why things not like that exactly. And your fiance Alex, who I adore and love, and she is super inspirational because of the work she. I mean, she works her ass off. Like the stuff she puts together is mind blowing. But what is it like planning a wedding with someone who is a planner? Um, and this is completely off topic, but I just love it so com- much. This is completely <laughs> off topic, but it's. <laughs> We got to give her it's, the credit. It's here. she. See, here's the thing. She knows what she wants, so it, that's the easy part. Yeah. But she doesn't want like she wants to be able to say like, "This is what I want done when I want it done, and this is how it's going to be." And like the problem with the, some of these places are like, we can't do that. <laughs> and she's like, "All right, well, we'll, we'll just go to the next one." <laughs> so planning with the planner is. For me, it's actually fun to see because I'm like, all right, she's just going to put these people in their place and like, that's going to be the end of it. But at the same time, it took us a while to find them. <laughs> but you got the perfect one. We got the perfect so, one. So there you go. Um, but we talk about connections a lot on this podcast. I say that all the time because it's so important. Like you said, you've reached out to all the contacts in your phone. You've been in touch with those people at some point in your life. That is kind of how you really launched the side hustle, but how you and I connected was because of your fiance, Alex. Exactly. But it stems back, God, years ago, and it's not even me. It was Alex worked with my co-host and friend, Anthony, on a Sean T project. And it was two years ago at this point when I guess Alex said, hey, we're going to be in Seattle. Anthony, do you want to have Sean T on the show? And they came in and surprised me on the air with Sean T and I almost died. You 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 are big Sean fan. I am. So now it's like wild to me that like okay yeah Sean T I'm a huge fan of him but because of this relationship like now I have you in studio it's just crazy. Thanks to Sean T you're here really. It, it really <laughs> it's it's so true. If it wasn't for Sean T I would not be here. So and, all hail Sean T. And it's crazy and like it's just fun to see because it's fun like when I met you guys when I met you and Anthony it's yeah. like it's fun to see like what you guys do on a day to day basis and like the work you guys put in and it's sick. It's, it's just well, awesome. Like, back at you. Thank you. Thank so what is the importance of someone 
hiring you and not shooting on their iPhone, which I can do. Like, for example, though, I will say this. We're in the studio right now. I've never had this podcast filmed and you're filming it. There are two cameras and two lights. So I know the obvious answer is I can't film this on my iPhone, but a lot of people think that they can. So why should someone hire you then? First of all, what's your brand? Like, what do you want people to see in your brand? Do you want people to see that? Like, I look at cell phone footage. It can be great at mm -hmm. times, but it's kind of like a shortcut and cutting yeah. corners and like, yeah, does it look good sometimes? But I could make your stuff look good all the time Ooh, because, because I like that. <laughs> but it's it's true because like if you take notice when you're on a cell phone, if you don't have good lighting, it doesn't look good no, no matter where you are. You need to have and the audio and the audio is terrible. Basically, like, yeah, your camera can shoot 4K on your phone if you really want it. Mm -hmm. But I could shoot 4K and get like, you could see like the pores in my skin. I don't know if I want that. You don't want that, <laughs> but like I could make the stuff look professional. Of course. Like, the iPhone footage does not look professional. No, it does not. Because like, everyone can do it. And that's right. the difference. It may still look great, but if my mom can film it, it's probably not business quality. Exactly. And like, do you want your brand to look like it cuts corners or you want your brand to look like, I really care about what I'm details, showing people yeah. and the details. And I tell everybody, you worry about your business. I'll make you look good. That's Ooh, it. I like all these taglines you're I, dropping <laughs> in here. <laughs> that's what I tell people. I mean, it's just... To me, that's the selling point is like, what do you want your brand to look like? Do you want it to look like garbage or not? <laughs> <laughs> so LarkMediaNYC.com to make your brand not look like garbage. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to call this the Side Hustlers documentary, even though it's not a documentary, but I'm going to pretend like this is a documentary that's going to be released. We'll just throw this up on YouTube. Just and we'll just call it a doc. Exactly. It's like super, I filmed this documentary in studio, worked really hard on it. <laughs> Side hustlers doc behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, this really is behind the scenes. But a thank you for doing this, of like course. filming this for me, because I've never had my podcast filmed, and I thought I would be sweating the whole time, and I'm somehow not. So this is exciting. Yeah, you've done this before. You're a natural. Mm, maybe a few times. A couple times. And b thank you for coming in the studio on your vacation. This is technically a vacation. Sort of. I mean, we yeah. work. Yeah. We work every day. Okay, so. you and Alex need a vacation, so yeah. I'm sending you on one. I'm not paying for it. I'm just telling you you have to go on one. But thank you seriously. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Steve's story on Side Hustlers. Again, I am Carla Marie. You can find me on Instagram at the Carla Marie, and that is where you can actually see a lot of the video that Steve shot. I think it's going to be really cool for you to get to see a behind the scenes of Side Hustlers. Also, go follow Steve Lark Media NYC on Instagram. He's got a lot of great insight on why branding for social media and why video branding for social media is especially important. And if you need him to help you out with your own. Check them out again. It's Lark Media NYC. Until next week, keep hustling. The weekly podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.